0: So here's where we are in our Revelation study, and now specifically to Revelation, if you are new, we say the book of Revelation is not a hard book to understand. It's the only book in the Bible that comes with its very own divine outline. In Revelation chapter one, and verse 19, it tells us, write the things which were, that's chapter one, write the things which are, that's where you and I are today, that's chapter two and three, what we call the church age. Where we are right now, the seven letters to the seven churches. Then he says, write the things which are to come. And that's, that's Revelation chapter 4 through 19. And then specifically chapter 6 through 19 details the seven-year tribulation period. And so we have this um, seven years of human history that's yet in our future that God has a lot to say about. 6 through 19, 14 chapters of um, details of the seven years. We are right in the middle of that seven years. Oh, go back. Oh, I'm sorry. Go back to the timeline, please. So here we have, um, I don't know how well you guys can see this, but in the beginning, you see the resurrection of Jesus 40 days. He's here. And after 40 days, Jesus ascends. That's Acts chapter two. The disciples were there. They see Jesus ascend and that begins Jesus's ascension. Um, The Bible says that the ascension of Jesus begins the last days. And so when you see this term in the Bible, end times, I use it a lot. The last days, the end times. We're living in the last days. We're living in the end times. And when I say that, I'm saying I believe the rapture is happening very soon. That's the next event on the prophetic calendar is the rapture. But just to be doctrinally sound and doctrinally correct, understand that the biblical definition of the last days, the Bible says, begins at the ascension of Jesus. So that's the marker that God gave us for the last days. So actually we've been living in the last days for the last uh, almost 2,000 years because the ascension of Jesus would have been somewhere around 33 AD. And so um, we're almost to 2,000 years of um, the last day. So then in, in Revelation, the church age, Revelation 1 through 3, and then in 4 and 5, it says Jesus raptures the church. We studied that in Revelation chapters 4 and 5. It's the rapture of the church, and then it's a scene in heaven, and we see the church present in heaven. All of Revelation 2, 3, 4, and 5 is all talking about the church, the church, the church, the church, the church. And then when you get to Revelation 6 through 19, when we enter the seven-year tribulation, the church is not mentioned again, and and, and because the church is in heaven and the church has been raptured. There's lots of theologies um, and doctrines about where the rapture happens. I don't think a lot of the theologians and biblical scholars argue about if there is going to be a rapture, the Bible's pretty clear about it. But they, they disagree on the timeline and where the rapture happens according to the seven years. Here in our church, we are pre-tribulationists, pre pre-tribulation. Um, we believe in a pre-tribulation rapture, that the rapture happens. And I try to teach, in every, and all the way through from Genesis to Revelation, when I come to something that the Bible mentions it, I mention it, so that it's layers and layers and layers of information on why, how, why and how we've come to a pre-tribulation rapture um, theology. And why it is um, the right theology. So if you have a different um, theology, you have the right... No, I'm just teasing. I'm going to be careful. Honestly, it's not. We, gotta, we do have to be careful. Because it's not... It, it, it doesn't, we're all brothers and sisters in Christ. You know, and I'm wrong on areas and right on other areas. And we're all that way. That's not a separating area, a fellowship area. We can disagree on those things. If you are a mid-tribulation or a post-tribulation raptureist, when we go up into pre-tribulation rapture, I'll explain it to you on the way up. Um, so, where we are, we're in the seven year tribulation, Revelation 6 through 18. It ends in Revelation 19 with the second coming of Jesus at the Battle of Armageddon, kind of ominous, popular kind of term, the Battle of Armageddon. And then the Bible says, Revelation 20, we enter a thousand year millennial reign of Christ, which ends in the lake of fire where Jesus throws Satan and all those at the Great White Throne Judgment. You will not be at the Great White Throne Judgment or Revelation 20. Everybody who attends the Great White Throne Judgment will go to hell because their names are not written in the Lamb's book of life. Satan will be thrown in um, to the lake of fire at that time. And then in Revelation 21 and 22 is where we learn about a new heaven and a new earth. And we all live happily Ever ever after. Now you understand the book of Revelation. And so, again, if you do follow that timeline and that guide that the Bible gives us in Revelation 119... As you read the book of Revelation, when you come to things like we're going to come today, you may not understand exactly what they mean, but that's okay. As long as you can put them where they belong in the timeline, then, it, then you can say to yourself, well, this is something that's going to be happening after the rapture. So I'm gone if I'm a believer in Christ. And, and, and it's something that's happening during that seven-year tribulation. And that's where we find ourselves today. Last week was uh, chapter 7. The book of Revelation is... Um, not necessarily in chronological order, but it is. Um, it does kind of fit a pattern. The first part is, and there's some, some chapters, I should say. I should say it this way. The book of Revelation is laid out chronologically with some parenthetical chapters that kind of fit in the timeline in a little different place. But for the most part, it is laid out um, in order. And so um, seven, all you ladies were gone in seven. We had that chapter that explained it, the 144,000 Um, Jews are sealed in chapter seven that God is going to use during that seven years. He puts a mark on their forehead and nothing is allowed to harm them. And they're witnessing during the, the great tribulation period. And so it brings us to chapter eight, verse one. And it says, when he opened the seventh seal, there was silence in heaven for about a half an hour. And so we've had these six seals. Now, these are the first. The book of Revelation is uh, surrounded by three groups of seven, three sevens of judgment that God is going to pour out upon a Christ-rejecting world with the purpose of of judging a nation or a Christ-rejecting world, with the purpose of waking up a nation. What nation is that? The nation of Israel, as God focuses during this seven years on bringing the Jewish people back to himself, and very successfully, I might add, through this process, as God brings Israel, um, who have not received Jesus as their Messiah, back to himself. And and so these things are happening, and and we we started with the seals, where the four horsemen of the apocalypse, that's Revelation 6. And the first set of sevens is the seven seals. And it was this scroll that Jesus opened. And not seven seals on the outside like you might imagine. But it was as you would roll it up a little bit and there would be a second seal. And you would crack that second seal. And it would open a little bit more and a third and a fourth. Seven seals. We're at the seventh seal right now, but what we find is that the seventh judgment and the first judgment of the next seven, they overlap and they go together. We'll find that at the end of the trumpet judgments as well, that the seventh trumpet judgment will be the prelude to the first bowl judgment. So seven seals, seven trumpets, and seven bowls. Now the seven seals, we know they happen at the very beginning of the tribulation period. And, and it would seem that you know, again, we're we're guessing on some of this stuff on the time of it. We know it's it's encompassed in the seven years, but exactly where it's kind of hard to fit. But but I, I think you could you could be pretty close or know that the the four horsemen have to happen somewhere at the beginning of the seven year tribulation. And by the time we get to the bowl judgments and and the end actually of this last two trumpet judgments, it feels like we're somewhere in the second three and a half years of the seven years. Of, of judgment because it's begin it's getting worse and worse and worse as it goes on, um, and so we have the, the first seal, I'm sorry, first bowl, not bowl, uh, trumpet judgment here in Revelation, and as this whole scene is unfolding, there's a scene in heaven, and, and it says that there was silence in heaven for about a half an hour, you know, I, 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 I read that, that the most